Hey, listeners, fans, and supporters, welcome to the Convos with Anita Santiago podcast. Please like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platforms. Um, I'm on all the major platforms. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to the newly revamped and revised YouTube channel. And you can find the YouTube channel by going to YouTube, go into the search bar and type Convos, C-O-N-V-O-S-C-W-S-627. And that will get you to the new YouTube channel so you don't miss any video episodes. So welcome to the show. What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about finishing what you start. It's January. A lot of people have committed to resolutions and goals and visions for the for 2024 that they want to accomplish. And often we start out with those goals, visions and intentions, but we don't finish them. So this has been something that was kind of on my mind that I wanted to talk about. So what stops us from finishing things? Why do we get stuck um, or we never complete that thing that we were so passionate about? And, um, you know, a lot of you all know that I work out and I, I love my gym. And every January, we see so many people come to the gym with, you know, really good ideas of what they want to accomplish in 2024. And then by February, you don't see those people anymore. What happens? Why does that happen? Well, I have a couple of um, ideas of why it happens. But the most important thing to know that a goal without a plan usually doesn't happen. So what does that mean? Well, if you have a resolution or a goal, whether it's wanting to lose weight, go back to school, um, travel somewhere that you've always dreamed about traveling, starting a business or any other thing that's important to you, um, trying to do that without a roadmap and without a plan is, is really hard. People can be very great at writing their goals down. They can be very good at identifying what they want to accomplish. We even do vision board parties to try to um, outline what it is we want to do in a particular year. But if you don't have a plan for how you are going to get from the idea of what you want to do, to the goal, the end goal, if you don't have a plan, how do you make it happen? So I have some thoughts about um, planning and, and how we can get there. But I just want to say that this topic came up for me personally. Um, as many of you know, I'm in a doctorate program. I'm studying psychology. And, you know, it just occurred to me that it seemed like things were just so chaotic, like I couldn't seemed to get things done in a timely manner. I couldn't give it the, the time and effort I think that I needed to give it. And it occurred to me that, you know, like I had multiple things going on at the same time, a lot of times. And so I took this strategy and I said, hmm, I wonder if I actually commit to finishing something before I start the next thing. I wonder how that will work out. So that's something I've been working on for quite a while now. And I feel like it's paying off big time for me. I, I 
work on one thing at a time as far as schoolwork is concerned before I start the next thing. And the, the quality of what I'm doing is better. The, it's less chaos. And I actually finish things and not get hung up in having three or four irons in the fire and never finishing anything that I want to finish. So how does that apply to like losing weight, dieting, starting a business, traveling? How does that apply? Well, I think when it comes to some things like work, like um, going back to school or starting a business, having a written plan of what you want to accomplish, what your goals are, and then how you intend to achieve those goals. So when you talk about uh, going back to school, there are multiple things you have to do depending on um, what you're going back to school for. If you're going for a certificate versus a degree, there are different steps that you may have to take. The bottom line is that you need to write the steps down so that you're progressing toward your goal in like a logical, systematic way. And it's not back and forth, up and down, and a bunch of chaos. So, for example, if you're deciding to go back to school to get an associate's degree, maybe you've got some college credits here, some college credits there, and you need to get those transcripts in order to complete your application. You know, that's the first part that you have to do, not the application first, because if you jump off and do the application, but you don't have the transcripts, then you got to backtrack, do steps, and it, it starts to feel like a whole lot. And that could be discouraging or could keep you from um, moving forward with your goal. With a business, business planning, it, planning in business is everything. So you have to know what your business is going to be, who your customers are, what your mission and your vision for the business is. You need a business plan. You need a lot of things in place to actually get your business started. So taking those steps one by one and making sure that you cover the bases instead of just jumping off and starting your business and trying to backtrack and six months later do a business plan or three months later after you start your business try to figure out the vision and mission statement that could be quite difficult especially if you're um, an entrepreneur with a very small business and you don't have a team of people to help you with those things it could start to feel like chaos going back and forth trying to cover bases that weren't covered when you had the vision or the idea for what you want to do so mapping it out and making a plan with a timeline for starting a business can be very helpful in you not only reaching the goal of starting the business, but being able to dedicate the time and the effort into growing the business that you need to dedicate because you don't have to backtrack and do all those steps that you may have missed because you didn't have a plan. When we look at things like uh, working out or dieting or losing weight, I don't necessarily think a written plan is as helpful in those situations. It could be, but it may not be. But having a plan of how you're going to do that thing may be helpful. So what do I mean? If it's working out, you may want to do something like look at your schedule, see where your free time is and see how much time you actually have a week or a month to commit to working out. 
and use those days and times. And then that way you're not scrambling trying to fit in working out um, on a daily basis. And, and it gives you more of a sense of moving forward. And even if that's only two or three days a month, let's say you look at your schedule and you can only work out two or three days a month. Well, if you do that consistently, um, you can do that until your schedule changes and you have more time to work out. Because what happens is if you say, I want to work out five days a week because I want to really, really get fit. I want to work out five days a week, but I have a job where I'm working five days a week and I have kids and they have games after school and after school clubs. Every time you miss working out, you'll think I can't achieve that goal because you didn't really have a plan for where you could fit the workouts in. So then you can't fit the workouts in. And so then it becomes discouraging. I think the same may be true for like, um, losing X amount of pounds or losing weight where a written plan may not be very helpful. Things like meal planning, having a menu on a rotating basis could be very instrumental in helping you reach those goals because you have a systematic plan to do it. And then at the intervals that you need to do something different or make a change, you can do that. And again, it's not a written plan But it's an outline that helps you achieve your goal. So a goal or resolution without a plan is just a dream. So it's very important that um, we use the tools that we have to help us get there. And you, you know, you might be a paper person and write everything out or you might be an electronic person and use the different tools that are out there. What matters is that you're using what works for you. And that you get in the habit of finishing what you start. And you know, when we don't finish things that we start, it can become a pattern that bleeds over into other areas of our lives. So if we if we constantly start goals and we constantly don't achieve them, we can see those problems. uh, We can see that resurface in other areas of our lives. For example, If you want to save money and you're not used to finishing things and you try to do one of these savings plans that come out like every January, they have memes on how to save so much a week to save X amount of dollars for a year. Well, if you're not in the habit of finishing things, then doing something like that could be problematic. And I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm just saying, generally speaking, when we don't finish things and it becomes a pattern in our lives, it it does bleed over into other areas. Work is another place where if you're not used to finishing things, uh, you may that may be your work style. You may do a lot of things at work. You might be very dedicated and very loyal, but you just don't get things accomplished. You don't get the projects done on time. You struggle. That might be because you're not used to finishing things that you start. And that's something that we have to watch out for because that could be very, very problematic. When we have goals and dreams that we never achieve, that can become a very down point in our lives. And as you get older and you have a long list of things that you haven't done, you haven't accomplished, 
you never finished you know you can you you can have regrets and um you know just have a lot of regrets around that when you finish things and you are intentional about finishing things it can help build your self-esteem your self-confidence and a feeling that you're growing and that you're moving forward in life if you've ever felt stuck if you've ever felt like you couldn't get forward traction on something that could be because you have a a challenge of of finishing things and you know this takes a lot of self-reflection it takes a lot of honesty on our part to say hey you know i've started this workout goal 5 years in a row and i've never finished it and then to sit down with that and say okay let me take a look at myself and see why i'm not finishing this goal that i keep setting for myself it's very sobering because who wants to admit that you might be the reason that you're not meeting the goal not intentionally not meeting it but just because you're not doing those things as far as planning is concerned to make sure that you achieve your goal and so it takes a lot of self reflection it takes a lot of maturity to say am i the person that's in the way of achieving this goal am i because i'm not willing to do a little extra, to do a little bit more. And let's talk about another um, thing that's related to planning, which is effort. So you can have a written plan. Let's go back to working out because that's one I'm really familiar with. You can have a written plan. You can say, oh, okay, I can work out four days a month. I can work out two days a week. And so you have the goal and you have the plan, but you don't give it the effort. You don't give it the consistency. That's another big piece of achieving your goal. So when you say, well, my New Year's resolution is to lose 20 pounds, let's say, and you have the goal, you have the plan, it's all mapped out, but you don't put the effort in, you're not consistent, you don't prioritize it. That will keep you from finishing it. And remember, the topic is finish it. I need you to finish what you start. That means that you have to put the effort in. So with working out, it's pretty cold here in the Midwest. Um, We don't like to get up early in the cold and go out to work out. But the effort of being consistent with what you said you would do in your plan is very important to you achieving the goal. And the minute you don't prioritize the goal that you're trying to achieve and you don't put the effort into the plan that you established, you're not going to meet that goal. And then it becomes, well, I wish I could have lost that weight or I wish I could have been at the gym. Look at Susie. She looks amazing and she looks great. Well, Susie has been consistent. Susie has been putting in the effort. Susie is following her plan. And, you know, just because you have a plan doesn't necessarily mean that your plan is perfect. It doesn't mean that you won't ever have to change it. It doesn't mean that there won't be modifications that are needed. But if you're not putting forth the effort and you're not being consistent, you won't know if your plan is actually working. And I think there's a phrase, work the plan. 
So you have to work your plan so that you can achieve your goal. And it's so easy for us to say, well, you know, I set that goal and I just I couldn't do it because this, that or third uh, just didn't. The stars didn't line up. It was too hard. It was, you know, I just couldn't get it done. Well, is that really true when you sit down with yourself and look in the mirror? Is that really true? Or is it that you didn't take the time to think it out, to make a plan, to put forth the effort, to make a commitment? When you set a resolution or a goal, you're saying you commit to a certain thing. So, again, these pieces of not just having the vision or the goal, but the planning, the effort, the consistency of the commitment, they all work together. And if you're short on any one of those areas, you're going to come up short on meeting your goal. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of posts on social media, people saying 2024 is their year. They're doing, they're claiming these things. I'm claiming this, I'm claiming that. I'm going to accomplish these amazingly tremendous things in my life. And the funny part is I see those goals every year. I see people posting all the time. And then when December comes around, they may say, well, you know, I didn't quite get it done this year, but 2025 is going to be my year. That's when I'm going to get it started. Well, I think if you can do a little self-reflection, And be honest with yourself about what you are or are not doing when it comes to your goals or resolutions. You'll find that one of those areas you may need to improve upon. You may have all the other pieces, but you don't you haven't committed to the goal, which is, you know, in January, it sounds good to commit to eating differently and um, getting rid of sugar and salt and processed foods. But by the time July comes And I I just want to eat what I want to eat because I just want to enjoy myself. Well, you didn't commit to that goal. So you can find that um, in that self-reflection that you're doing about why you're not maybe finishing things or achieving goals. You may need to improve in one of those areas. You may need to commit. You may need to give the effort. You may need to be consistent. You may need to make a plan. Finish what you start. That's, that's the bottom line. Just finish it. So the call to action for you today is to look at those things that you've always wanted to do or that thing that's hanging out there that you never quite got to finish and finish it before 2024 is out. And make a plan, get consistent, make a commitment, put the effort in and watch how you move forward in your life. Watch how things change. The people around you will start to notice they'll say well how did you get your how did you get your credit score how did you get out of debt how did you pay your student loans off how did you find this strength to go back to school how did you how did you do it and you can just share this episode of the podcast and say you know I was listening to a podcast and they said finish it and that's what I did so that's what I'd like you to do finish what you start make that your mantra for 2024 I'd like to just thank you for tuning in to the Convos with Anita Santiago podcast. The listeners, fans, and supporters, you all are amazing. I appreciate you. I thank you for tuning in. Please follow, like, and subscribe. 
on both YouTube and all the major platforms that are out there. And if you really, really like an episode, make sure you leave a review and you share.